It's showtime. Breaking news from the BS and Beer News Desk. Welcome in to another edition of the Beer Chaser. I am your host, Dale. With me is the great one, Tomas. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Doing great. How about you, sir? Oh, good, man. This is an actual beer chaser after a Saints win. We're unusual. Um, <laughs> the Saints break out the victory with yes, 20, uh, 23 to 13 over the Bucks. Um, give me overall thoughts here. Well, uh, I believe this is the team we were looking for all season long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, great use of the tight end, although I guess Jimmy Graham is uh, home drinking a beer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe smoking some weed. I mean, I don't know. Whatever his uh, choice is. Or uh, maybe boiling some shrooms or I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But we miss seeing him on the field. But, yeah, this is the kind of team we thought we might have. Mm-hmm. There was some good play calling, I thought, in today's game. Uh, uh, hopefully, <laughs> I hate this team. <laughs> Shout out to Bobby. Uh, all right, Bobby. He hates the team. They have them all excited, and uh, probably throw up a goose egg against Atlanta next week. That's man. That's I'm so glad. Just, I'm so glad we have such positive people listening to our uh, <laughs> to our beer chaser. You know, I mean, come on now. I, I know I'm Mr. Optimism, you know, but come on, you know. I don't think it'll be a goose egg, uh, but. I believe the Chicago beat Atlanta today, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah they sure did. They sure did. So sure did. I, I, I don't think, well, we have a goose egg up. But that's okay, you know. Uh, I'm hopeful that, that uh, Alvin is just a little banged up with that ankle. Hope it won't be too bad. And, um, you know, we'll see. Of course, you know, I don't know. Who, who do we have backing up Williams if, if Kamara can't go? I think overall, I think overall uh, good game. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I, I hate playing prevent though. You know, yes. I, just, I just really hate playing prevent. Well, it almost came they, back they to bite 13, us later. <laughs> Thirteen points at the end that they shouldn't have scored. Right, exactly. exactly. And, and you know that I got the trivia answer for the for the question, right? Okay. I was the only person that remembered who that clown was. The wide receiver. Oh, uh, uh, Trey Palmer. You talking about? Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Right. <laughs> yeah, yep, Chicago beat Atlanta 37-17. Yep. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, but Bobby's still negative. He still thinks, you know, we're going to zippity do and da. <laughs> well, we had all three phases to play together today, and it was nice. So Yes, I, yeah. I agree. It was very, very good. Yeah, mm-hmm. very good. I so, agree with uh, you. That, that's how you win games when you mm-hmm. have all three, you know, doing their job. So. Yep. Yep, and, nice. and we, we could win even more if these damn referees would occasionally just call a holding on Granderson, you know, mm-hmm. the guy playing Granderson. Right. You know? yep. I, I mean, the entire game, you know, the tackle for Atlanta was just mauling Granderson. And mm-hmm. I was like, good God almighty. But all right, well, let's get to it. I'm yep. ready to get to it. Okay, let's... um. Let's oh, start. I don't have my I don't have my shot of bourbon in front of me. I forgot that. <laughs> I left it out there. Damn it. Yeah, okay. what, what did you drink today for the game? 
today so far just wine. Okay. Just wine. Gotcha. But you know, I'm open to uh, <laughs> tomorrow. Tomorrow, New Year's Day. Yeah. I can already tell you, I have a lovely uh, Romeo and Julieta. Mm. That's a cigar for those people who don't know, mm -hmm. with my name on it. Okay. And uh, and and I have plenty of uh, um, Cardinal Mendoza, which is a Spanish brandy with my name on it as well. Mm. Start the new year off right. Oh, okay. I, I see. I see what you're doing there, Tomas. Okay. You see, not. Tonight for dinner, we have short ribs. I've been cooking all day. Mm. Tomorrow, we have pork tenderloin, which I'm going to do in my new toy, my sous vide. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 That, that, that thing's pretty uh, interesting. Yeah, you know, they a few years back, I, my, my best friend is an electrical engineer. And so he made one for me, you know, using like uh, aquarium parts and all kinds of stuff to get it done, right? Because mm -hmm. a real one costs a lot of money. But now yeah. with technology advancing, uh, I told my wife, I said, you know, for Christmas, I can tell you what I'd like. I said, I'd like one of those sous vide sticks. I mean, yeah. it's just a stick. You know, it's all electronic. So tomorrow we break it in, make a nice pork tenderloin. Okay. Oh, yeah. With a pork yeah. reduction to go on top of it. Oh, yeah. Should be good. Should oh, be yeah. Good. <laughs> I'm going to bring in the new year the right way, brother. Uh, yeah. Only like Tomas can do it. I feel you, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I might actually change my mind. Instead of doing a port reduction, I might actually use some of that lovely, dark, you know, motor oil that I like to drink. <laughs> I might actually use some of that. Make a sauce. Make a beautiful reduction. Oh, I got mm -hmm. some KBS, you know, just sitting on top of the table. So, yeah. Go. That's a thought right there. All yeah, right. Nice. Let's start going through this game. All right, let's hit it. The first drive. Fantastic. Um, the Saints opened with a score, and I mean a touchdown. 7 nothing, uh touchdown pass to Juwan Johnson happened in the red zone. This was the first time this year that the Saints opened the game with a scoring touchdown. And it was a good drive. It wasn't just a one pass. Yep. It was a good drive. They went down the field, and yes, Juwan Johnson – Good catch, sealed the deal there, seven up. Yeah, yeah. And so this will look like uh, the way the things will be unfolding on offense, like pretty much all day. Um, and so we saw in the second quarter, Alante Taylor come up with the interception. And this was on a drive where the Saints defense committed several penalties to extend the drive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes these, sometimes they are ticky tack kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, Hey, you know, you committed the, the penalty and you committed the foul, you know? Yeah. Now I will say this. I think that Taylor being sat down last week, yeah, I, I think that brought a little reality to him. Cause I think right. today he played, you know, a thousand percent better than last week. Last week mm -hmm. he was getting his butt kicked all over the field, mm -hmm. but this week I thought, wow, he's playing a lot better. You know, so so maybe uh, you know a few of these people need to be sat down and said, "Hey, don't need you. You yep. know, we'll send you on your way." So so we got to give credit to Da for sitting them down. Yep, and motivating them and everything, and then credit to Alante Taylor for not you know just tucking his tail between his legs and 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 just defeat being defeated. Like he came back and he he 
he showed uh he showed a lot this game. So yep. shout out yep. to him for that. Yep, yep. No pouting. He just went out and did his job, which is yeah, what exactly. he's supposed to do. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. There you go. Um big third down conversion to Juwan Johnson, deep middle. And but the drive ended up in a punt. Um, this is in the second quarter, but still we're moving the ball, and it's Juwan Johnson. <laughs> well, again, I would say to you, and I haven't looked at the game for a second time. Obviously, we just we're doing this right after right. the game. Uh, but I'm betting that when I look at it again, I'm gonna be really happy with some of the play calling and formations emphasizing the tight end. Yeah, you know, because I, there's no doubt about it that that was the the idea for this game. Yeah, they know? saw but, something in the defense to make them think they could take advantage of using the tight end. Yep. Jawan Johnson had 12 targets on the day, ended up with eight receptions, 90 yards, one touchdown. And, and had one acrobatic catch where he just extended, caught the ball, rolled in the air. Yeah. Man. Yeah, th- this was a game where the receivers really didn't do much. We got three catches from Olave, uh, two from Shahid, yeah, one yeah. from A.T. Perry, one from Lynn Bowden. Yeah. That's all the wide receiver stats. Yeah. No, nobody is over what thirty yards. <laughs> now, of course, you know you still have Taysom, you know, because sometimes he sat out mm-hmm. outside, you know. So yeah. sometimes he was in the slot, sometimes he was outside the slot. Yeah. So, and I know he's caught a few from out there. The touchdown they, that he caught, uh, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, he was outside the outside receiver. Mm-hmm. So, yep, right. yep. You're right about that, that, that touchdown. Yep, I agree with that. Um, man, but yeah, big big plays from the, the Saints uh, tight ends this week because no wide receivers were really to be found in the offense. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and speaking of that, that Taysom touchdown, let's talk about that. Derek Carr throw a fade over to Taysom Hill for that touchdown, make it 14 nothing. This was over Antoine Winfield. Yes. And this was also a red zone sort of touchdown. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. good pass by Carr there. Excellent. And good good catch, good catch by Taysom. The placement was good and the catch was good, you know, and then the follow-through to make sure we got into the end zone. So right. uh, that was a win-win, no matter which way you looked at it on that particular play. Yeah. You know, and going back to the wide receivers, I, I think that, and I, like I said, we'll have to look at the game again. I think that the the whole uh, scheme was to use the wide receivers to go deep most of the time or cross the field, allowing the tight ends to have more uh, opportunities. You know, I think if you look at it, because there were a lot of times where A.T. Perry was down the field, you know, Shahid was down the field. So I think that had something to to, to do with it. So, yeah. Let's see, we got Zach Bond getting a sack. And this was one where he forced a, a, a fourth down, like right before halftime. And I thought the Saints pass rush really kind of came alive today. Well, we we actually saw Cam, you know, come in mm-hmm. there and do something. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, here here's the thing, you know, and the same thing can be said about Pete. You know, uh, we bring in Bond. He, you know, he's one of those tweener guys, mm-hmm. and, and they try to make him into a linebacker, which he's not. But as soon as this year, they put him to say, "Okay, buddy, your job is go in there and put some pressure on." 
man, this guy's like, whoa. So, right. again, I don't, uh, you know, Pete, you know, let's talk about Pete for a moment here. Okay. You know, he looks like a tackle. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I know that one of our friends says, well, he's got a stocky bottom build. You know, he looks like he'd be a guard. Mm-hmm. Well, he might look like he could be a guard, but since he's over a tackle, in my opinion, he's looked a hell of a lot better than he looked at guard. You so, know? would you extend him out as a left tackle? I leave him at left tackle. And but I mean, extend know, his contract. I would work out a deal with him because I think we need him for one more year. Okay. And I think at left tackle. Mm-hmm. And and I think that we draft. I mean, not. I guess we're not ready to talk about it, but you know, you know my my position on who I think we should draft. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we draft the left tackle, bring him in, have him a year, and put Penning over it right, and. I think our offensive line will be solid, yeah. but you know, I'm, I'm not Mickey Loomis, you know, thank God. So, <laughs> uh, you know, who knows, but I believe and I don't know what you think, but Pete's worked really good this year at left tackle. Yeah. I'm thinking this may be the, the most economical way to, uh, to deal with your left tackle problem because like I'm not I'm not ready to extend him like five years. Oh no, 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 no. But no. as far as like another year with you know 15 or maybe 20 million for a left tackle, whatever the guard rate is for like a normal starting left tackle. Yeah. Um yeah. I, I think I think Pete has earned that. And yeah. instead of trying to, I don't know, the rely on a rookie left tackle to come in and start, then you have Pete, you know, coming in instead. So and, and if we, which is what I'm hoping, mm-hmm. if we reform our offensive coaching, because, you know, as we've talked about, uh, Marone has a, has a reputation of being a really good coach, but. Yeah, well, he better get I, out of here. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> he's stuck the whole year. Yeah. And I think that really it shows you how effective Streif was right. last year right. when he was with us, mm-hmm. because this year is, you know, I mean. And I, you know, I think giving up on Penning uh, is simply because they don't know how to coach him. You mm-hmm. need to have somebody who can coach him. He he needs a serious coaching to learn what it is to be a pro at the NFL level. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. he's got the tools. There's no doubt in my mind that he has the tools. Yeah, honestly, you know? man, I don't I don't want to see any of these offensive coaches anymore. Like all of them to go, honestly. <laughs> If I'm making a call, that's what I, I'm doing. I agree. I, I think that's why I say I think that uh, I think the Saints keep D.A. And they, they keep obviously with Carr is the quarterback for the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. So we need to do something as far as offensive philosophy. Yeah. You know, because D.A. And I think he's a good defensive coordinator. I, I still I think the jury's still out on whether he's a good head coach or not so far. He's better than he was at Oakland, but that's not saying much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the, the real issue is the coaching staff on the offense. Today was a pretty good game plan, you know, but one out of 17 games doesn't float my boat. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, so I, I think I that, that. <laughs> we thank Mr. Carmichael for his for his services and, mm-hmm. you know, adios sure. amigos. Yes, sir. And send the whole rest of them as well. Bye-bye, yes, Billy sir. Ed. You know, and let's get some people in here, some younger people who are hungry, because I think that's another problem. I think that Marone is just not hungry. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know? For sure. Um, when you when you see somebody kind of get that, he he did end up getting like a what a coordinator job, right? No. Oh, you mean before he came to the Saints? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. He he went to be a head coach, then and then he got moved down. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. He was he was a offensive line coach, then an offensive coordinator, then a head coach, yeah, and then offensive coordinator again, mm-hmm. and now he's an offensive line coach. Yeah, and so I think you know he's just not motivated. Yeah, it's know? it's hard to move back down and, and stay motivated. So that I think that's what it is. I, I think he could have stayed there if he would have been offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. He might he might still. But you you know that's that's two levels down go to offensive line mm-hmm. you know offensive yep. line coach so I just I just and you look at the play I mean we have you look at our offensive linemen you know how many first rounders do we have yeah you know right. and, and a second rounder who really is a first rounder mm-hmm. so I mean there's no excuse for Carr getting the crap beat out of him and there's no excuse for not having openings for you know you know. Well, it doesn't mean it. Williams or Kamara or whomever you have running the ball in the backfield. Yeah, yeah, you know, no holes. There, there are no holes. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're keying on Kamara. And so it's really hard to have a, a, a running game. You know, so you're not going to tell me that these kids we have playing, or these young men who have playing offensive line, you can't tell me that they're not good athletes. Mm-hmm. You know, because, again, if, you know, people can complain. If we wouldn't have drafted them in the first round, somebody else would have. It's not like we were the only people that, oh, yeah, we're going to draft this guy in the first round. You know, Penning, man, he had all the press. Everybody wanted to draft him in the first round. You know, Pete, the same thing the year he came out. You know, Rui is. But see, the thing is, we draft these guys and put them in the wrong place. Mm -hmm. You know, you're expecting Rui to be a guard. He played center his entire life. Mm -hmm. Really? Okay. Well, like my wife says, well, then it takes years for the for the play to come up to the the, the point you need it to. Yeah, and, and I I totally agree with my wife. You know, it's like okay, it's like three or four years for these kids, and which is what's happened with Ruiz, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And yep. Then same thing with Pete. You move him into guard, and man, you play I just, left tackle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you mm-hmm. think about the waste of it. You know, it's like, dude, this guy can play left that. Now, granted, we had Armstead, you know, but mm-hmm. with all the injuries to Armstead, so I don't know. To me, it just seems that we have so much talent on the offensive line, so mm-hmm. much at wide receiver. I mean, AT is going to be a good a good receiver. Shahid already is. You know, I, I'm not counting Michael Thomas anymore. I love Michael Thomas, but I just don't, you know, sorry. You know, but we have quality players on this team. And to me, it's just coaching. Yep. So. Well, speaking of coaching, what did you think about the Bucks punter? Was he being told not to kick the ball to heed or does he just suck? Because (laughs) he was was playing really short punts. Like I think it might be both, Dale. I think it might be both (laughs) because I think that they said, hey, don't don't kick it to him because he can bust one. Yeah. But you know when when you say that and you're the whole season you've been kicking them down to the receivers, right? To the punt catcher. Mm-hmm. And somebody tell you don't kick it to him. You're like, okay, I'll kick it to the side. Mm-hmm. He shanks it off the side of his foot because he's mm-hmm. he's. You know, this was one of the things about Thomas Morstead that was so fantastic, right? And still is. 
right? When you tell him, don't kick it to that guy, he goes, no problem. I'll kick it right to that corner over there, and it'll bounce out of bounds, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Well, apparently a lot of punters can't do that, you know? Yep. So I think that, that I think that he sucks in not being able to adjust to it, but at the same th time, I think that they, they told him, hey, don't kick it to Shahid, you know? Yeah. So yeah. that combination, which is okay with me, yeah. you know, because he's keep shanking the punts when we get better and better field position, you know? For real, for real. Yeah. Um, but before the half, that guy punted the ball 28 yards, and that allowed the Saints to finish off the half with a field goal from Groupie. That made it 17-nothing Saints. Um, so, so yeah, man, like, this is, this is a good half of football here. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yes, and Louisiana Shrimp came out there and tattooed it. You know, it's like, Man, this guy's good, you know. Mm -hmm. So I, I just I always laugh when he comes out when he you know starts you know hitting the helmet with people. It's like he's got to jump up to hit somebody's helmet because he's like you know five feet tall, yeah. you know. <clears throat> and on the sideline, he looks like a middle schooler who's like, "Hey, I got tickets to be on the sideline." <laughs> you know? Yep. So. <laughs> so that brings us to halftime, and yep. that yep. will also bring up our favorite segment here. It's a Tomas rant. That's right. I don't want to hear these facts. Daddy, she's going to blow. I, I, I have opinion. I got a new coming in. It's going to blow in less than a minute. That's going to mean anything to me. It's going to blow. It's going to blow. My opinion overranks the fact, okay? It's going to blow up. It's going to blow up. And she will. It is a mathematical certainty. Okay. Yes, sir. You're I, right I love to be. I love what you've done with the rant intro. That's, that's fantastic. I really like it. I really like it. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So being serious now, here, here's my rant for the day. Mm -hmm. And there's not a damn thing we can do about it except rant about it. Okay. The officiating. Mm. Holy crap. Mm. You know, I mean, first of all, tic-tac-y calls of pass interference when it's like, dude, they're playing football. Right? Okay. So there's one. Then the missing obvious goal. Like I said today, today I probably could have thrown the flag 10 times against the Tampa Bay Yuccaneers for holding. They were holding in the middle. They were holding on the outside. It's like, you know, I know you keep your hands in and they let that go. But, dude, you're talking about people like pushing and holding. Man, when your arm's outstretched, that's freaking holding. Mm -hmm. You know? So... I, you know, after last night's debacle yeah. with Detroit, <laughs> right. right? Okay, because, you know, we're big Detroit fans over here uh, because lots of former Saints, right? Anzalone had a hell of a game, you know? Campbell, great coaching, fake punt, you know? Right. You know, Aaron Glenn doing fantastic with young kids playing in the backfield. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you miss, blatantly miss, yeah. you know? <laughs> a two point, you, you got to be joking. So and here we are in today's game, right? And I was texting a couple of people, and I was like, you know, that guy on the on their two pointer. I was like, you know, that guy stepped out of bounds. There's no doubt in my mind he stepped out of bounds. Yeah, you know, and and so they didn't throw a flag. They didn't call. Like you got to be freaking kidding me, mm -hmm. you know. And the same thing. So explain to me, Dale, because I'm a little confused. Okay, so <laughs> we we've suddenly gone into this thing about you know. The, the, the pastor has to be protected at all costs, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there's the box. This is how I understand it. Maybe I'm just stupid. Okay. But, you know, you have the tackles. 
That's the box, right? So if the quarterback runs outside of the box, he's suddenly a runner. That's my understanding. Okay. So here goes, and, and I, believe me, I love Baker. I wish we would have gotten Baker, but okay. So here's Baker. He rolls out, and now he's outside the box. He's way the hell outside the box, right? So he's eligible to run. Mm-hmm. So what did you want Honey Badger to do? Did mm-hmm. you want him to go, tag your it? No. He said, I'm going to tattoo this guy. Boom, he tattoos him. Oh, penalty, roughing the passer. He's not a passer. He's a runner. Mm. At least that's how I understand it. Mm. Maybe I'm mistaken, right? <laughs> but these freaking referees, they, they drive me absolutely. Now, we all know that Dallas won because they wanted Dallas to win, right? The Rams won because... They want the Rams to win, right? I mean, you know, we, we understand now their their little script has kind of gone off because today Philadelphia got their ass beat again. Yeah, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> New England sucks. Okay. So now they're like, oh, we have – and the Giants suck and the Jets suck. And it's like, man, we have no East Coast team. Well, okay, too bad for you, right? Mm-hmm. But for sure, you know, they wanted to be San Francisco – and the Rams, West Coast, they want Dallas, right? And now they're left with nothing else. So I don't know what else they're going to in the National League. Now, American League, different story. They'll still pick something out from the East, right? Baltimore, okay? Right. But but this is all like, you got to be kidding me, you know? Call the freaking game. Man, I, I saw somebody wrote, and I, and I agree with them, that probably more than 70% other fans don't follow like you and I do, right? Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't really look at all the statistics. They don't look at. They're just there to be entertained, right? Bring okay. me a beer. Bring me a Jack and Coke. You know, rah rah rah. Oh, they right. lost. Well, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, they won. Woohoo! You know. Whereas I'm looking at it like, yeah, but let's let's have some let's have some you know. Uh, what's the word I'm trying to find? You know. Consistency with the refs? Yeah. yeah I mean, that makes. <laughs> you know, now, now, I know following all kinds of sports, right? You have some referee crews that, that call it closer, whether it's basketball right. or football or soccer, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have some that say, well, let's let them play. But just be consistent. Yeah. You know? Yeah. These ticky tack calls, you know, this is not flag football. You know, this, this is. We, we hit harder than this one. We used to play out in the mud at City Park, you know? Mm-hmm. I was in high school, and we go play football in, you know, in City Park, you know, and we tattoo somebody. We're not wearing helmets or anything, right? Yeah. Somebody runs out to the outside, bang, we hit them hard. It's football. Mm-hmm. It's not tiddlywinks, mm-hmm. you know? If you don't want to get hit, go play tennis, you know? <laughs> I mean, Jesus, I'm with God. You. I'm with you. I'm with you, but... Yo, so NFL. there's my rant, brother. There's my rant. Chicken shit calls by referees that force a different outcome to the game. And when you're yeah. getting to the end of the season, man, we have to have a little bit better, better job. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. There's my rant. Get, get yourself together, NFL, please. Please. <laughs> all right. Course, you, know they, you know they could solve this. They just don't want to. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what it comes down to. They don't want to. The Saints start off the second half with another groupie field goal that made it 20 to nothing 
Saints, uh, Group E was perfect on the day. Yep. And my wife was yelling up and down on the sofa saying, let's close these MFers out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, honey, uh, take it easy, uh, you know. But she really wanted to have the shutout. Yeah. You know, and I was like, yeah, me too, but I want them to score some more. And I actually thought it was going to happen because late in the third quarter, I looked at the stats and the Bucks only had 68 yards passing. Yep. Yep. This yeah, and their run game the wasn't third. working either. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But see, this is why I say to you, Dale, this is why I hate that kind of defensive game plan. You say, mm -hmm. oh, let's just keep everything in front of us. Mm -hmm. No, man, you've been playing great all freaking They're game. Great. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> so just go in and continue playing that way. They got mm -hmm. nothing. You know, so don't give them nothing. Don't give them anything now. I agree. Uh, and the, okay, you know, I, I I got I got sidetracked on my rant because I got about the officiating. But that's you know, I, I have another part to my rant. Okay. Okay. Here's another <laughs> part to my rant. I would like to stick my size eleven shoe <laughs> up the butthole of Olson. Okay. Okay. The, the play by play. Man, I'm sorry. The color commentary. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is the kind of game we were hoping for. Oh, now they're coming back. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> oh, my God. What a, you know, look, if you're not for the Saints, that's fine. Don't be for the Saints. You know, but all this, his comments did nothing as far mm -hmm. as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. Right. But, okay. Let's go on. Um, also, in the third quarter, we saw Alvin Kamara leave with the uh, ankle injury so yeah. Uh, yeah we'll see what happens with that um Man, so let's get get into the fourth quarter we get an interception by jonathan abram played a good game yeah yeah this is this is somebody you know the saints got he signed um this offseason and you know it was a former first round pick a guy who you know you, you consider to be washed up but He's he maintains on a practice squad and he comes in late and gets an interception in the fourth quarter. Looks good. Well, I think that much like uh, Honey Badger, mm -hmm. I think that they're at the end of their career. You know, I, I wouldn't say that they're washed up, but luckily, you know, somebody who can say, "Man, go in there and play for a quarter," or "Go in," you know, we can rotate you. you know, he's not going to be the starter. Man, it was obvious that we're missing Lat, we're mm -hmm. missing May, we're missing the rookie holder Holden. You know, so safety became a real issue in this game. So I, I think he played a really fine game mm -hmm. uh, along with a couple other people. JT Gray played for a while, mm -hmm. which JT Gray always scares me because. <laughs> I mean, lots of special teams, yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> special teams, he's a he's a monster. But, mm -hmm. man, you know, safety, you know. Yeah. But, again, you know, because we're looking at, you know, Matthews at the end, of, he's just, he doesn't have the same wheels he had before. You know, he's really smart. He knows everything that's happening in front of him. But, um, you know, it, it was tough. But Abram played a really good game, I thought. Mm -hmm. you know? so. Yep. Um, the Bucks score a late touchdown with a throw to uh, Palmer, and that made it 20 to 7 Saints. Um, this is where the defense started. I don't know what the hell they started doing here. This, this wasn't defense that was playing all game, though. No, no. No, it's that, you know, and they even said it during, during the show when they even showed the little telestrator, right, with a, see how they have a shell back here? And I'm like, yeah, that's the crappiest defense. Right. And don't play that, mm -hmm. you know? But you still, they're letting Palmer get behind them. What the hell? 
and, and that was another thing. It's like, hold on a second, man. Who's playing deep? Okay, so yeah. you know, one guy deep, one guy shallow. You don't let them get past you. Yes. You know? That whole defense is designed to not let somebody get by you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And and then I'm watching this and I'm thinking, what the hell? Yeah, I'll, you know? I'll say that. <laughs> oh, my God. The yeah. Saints get the ball back and they add another three to the score and that made it 23-7 to seven Saints. Yeah, and again, you know, that again, we, we moved the ball, ball pretty well. Um, but see, I think that was the when I was watching that drive, I thought, okay, see, they've lost it. They're just trying to play safely, mm-hmm. you know, rather than taking a chance and doing something. That was my opinion. But yep, yep I, I agree with that. Um, so looking at the Saints, um, turnovers, they were plus four on the day. Um, we hadn't seen plus four in a minute. <laughs> no, I I agree with you. I agree with you, but I thought that the the fumble recovery by um by Davis, mm-hmm. I thought yeah. that was a that was a great play to, to yeah. cause the fumble, and and then Demario did a great job in, in picking it up. So yeah, that absolutely. one turnover I thought was really outstanding because they seem to be having something going on, and then suddenly, you know, you cut them off at the knees. Yep. So, and then of course the the LSU trader when he hit the ground and nobody had touched him and the ball pops out. Yes, yes. you know I yes. was like, Hoo-hoo! yeah. You know? Palmer Palmer gets behind the defense, catches a long pass, but he fumbles and the Saints recover for a turnover again. What the hell is the defense doing? Letting the guy get behind you, but you know, good thing he fumbled and you know, you know, we got well, now uh, we got to give the devil his due. Palmer's got speed. I mean, he's, oh, he, he's, a he, he's a speed demon, and, and that's what we expected to see at LSU, but that never worked out at LSU. And I assume once he left LSU, he was going to be, you know, just a wash and everything. But he proved me wrong, and he, he looking pretty good. Well, he went to Nebraska, and that that's sort of like mm-hmm. – I, I don't know why he went to – Nebraska didn't have anything that I that – Yeah, I yeah, he, he wanted to get on the field, and – that's that's how he got on the field. He did his thing in Nebraska too. So yeah, yeah. yeah so I gotta admit. Yeah. So I, I don't know, but I was happy that nobody touched him so yeah. that the ground could cause the could fumble. Cause the fumble, you know? yep, exactly. And uh <laughs> and again we picked it up and that was good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh but yeah, you're correct. I mean, four turnovers. We should win every game if we have four turnovers. For real, man. You know, if we're plus four every game, dude, <laughs> we should be winning. You know. So, so late. In the game, we saw Baker connect with Godwin for a touchdown, and that made it 23-13 Saints. Um, this is when we started having some official crap going on. It would call them penalties. There weren't penalties or um, calling offsetting penalties, whatever it was, man. Um, <laughs> it worked out for the Saints because that two-point conversion was no good, um, and the score remained 23-13. But – that drive was only two plays, 54 yards. That was insane. Well, I don't know what you want me to tell you about it. We've already <laughs> talked about it, you know. First of all, and on the on the on the uh second try at their two-point play, you know, when uh, Adebo gets the ball mm-hmm. and and runs it out, and my wife's like well, how come they get to kick it off? Don't we get the ball there? I was like, no, babe. You know, he, he basically is like blocking the kick. Yeah. Okay. 
unless you were to run out. I said, and if he runs it all the way back, it's not a touchdown. It's two points for two us. Points. Yeah, and this is a safety. Mm-hmm. I said so. Uh, you know that I think I took a little explaining for some people to understand probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but again, when you play this crappy defense, and, and it, there's no need for it. It's mm-hmm. not like you know we're getting beat to hell. You know we don't have to play Tampa two. We don't have to play this shell crap. Just play the defense that we have. We're damn good man on man. You know, so yeah. just play play man. You know, and if they can beat you, well, then God bless them. You know, too high, man. That's all you got to (laughs) do. That's it. That's it. it. You know, so. Okay. Well, give give me a player of the game. um, Offense and defense. Well, I think on offense, you got to go with Johnson, the tight end. Yeah. I think you can't go with anybody else. I mean, he played an outstanding game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Even though I'll say that I do have a, a second guy that I was looking at okay. because I thought he came in at right tackle and did a great job. Yeah, Cam Irving. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. I mean, I thought really, wow. You know, I was surprised <laughs> at how good he did. But this is the I, second time we've seen that from him because he played another game where you yeah. had to start early in the year and he looked decent too. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. Again, I think it's the same thing. I think if you can count on him for one game, you know, you can count him on a, a long sub in one game, mm-hmm. you know, uh, not as a starter. But in any case, I still go with, with Johnson. He had a hell of a game. And that one catch, man, where he yeah. extended, caught the tail of the ball, spun yes. in the air. Yes. Man. Yes. So so that's my guy on offense. On mm-hmm. defense, I have to tell you, that was a little tough to decide who I was going to pick. Okay. But I think I'm going to go with DeMario mm-hmm. because – not only the recovery of the fumble, fumble recovery. Mm-hmm. but that one play where he knew. He called out that screen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a great play on his part. I mean, he blew out yeah. to the outside, mm-hmm. caught. I was like, yes, yeah. that's the guy who knows how to play defense, you mm-hmm. know. So yeah. those would be my two my two players. What say you? I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Um, I'm definitely going with Juwan Johnson on offense um, because of the whole bounce back. Look. When when he screwed up that game, the, um, the turnover, I wanted to cut his ass right then. Okay. <laughs> um, and so on defense, I'm probably going to say um, Pete Werner, just because he was flying across the field. He always was in a pitcher um, and doing his thing. And I, ha- I haven't really seen that much of him this season doing that. I, I thought – he would take a step forward this season, but that hadn't happened. And so I, I, I'm glad to see what I saw from Pete Warner. Yeah. I, I don't know. In, in watching the games, I mean, he's he seems to always, when he's playing and when he's healthy, Yeah, I think that he's, you know, uh, he's always seems to be, the only thing is you can't expect, you know, a linebacker to keep up with one of their fastest receivers. Yeah. It's just yeah, sure. no way that's going to happen, <laughs> you know. But but I agree with you. I think Warner played a really good game today too. Yeah, yeah. They, they they played a lot of four three, um, yeah, in personnel to me, um, and, yeah. and not so much the the big nickel like they usually do. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they they played a lot of man at the mm-hmm. beginning of the game. They played a lot of man. Mm-hmm. You know, and like they didn't change over until the end of the third quarter, beginning right. of the fourth quarter, to that baloney shell crap. You know, and I'm like, man, please, yep. but. Yeah, I agree with you. And by the way, I was looking uh, 
while we were talking, I pulled it up. We supposedly have two running backs on the practice squad. <laughs> uh, James Robinson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They and Jordan it. Mims. Mm-hmm. Those are the two guys we have. Because, yeah. you know, uh, it, it's not that I agree with our good friend about uh, the two-lane running back, but <laughs> I can't count on Miller. That dude is like pff, waste material to me. Now, yeah. I, being being that one of my alma maters is Kentucky, man, I, I would love to have Davis, the running back from Kentucky, yeah. on the team next year. Yeah, he looks good. That dude can play, man. Mm-hmm. That dude can play. He so, that, and that would be a, a you know a real winning situation with Kamara coming towards the end of what he can do. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I think still Alvin takes such good shape of himself. He still got you know easily you know three years left in his legs. But, yeah, I, I honestly think if, if he ends up on another team, you're going to see something from him that we just hadn't seen in the past two or three years from him. I just think we're not using him correctly. So. Well, that goes back to why I said to you that we really need to change the entire offensive staff Mm -hmm. because, yes. And to think, I mean, the guy is racking up yards that are like, you don't see the yards that he's making because he gets tackled so many times because they're keying on him. Yeah. But every once in a while, he'll blow one for 10 yards, you know, 9, 10, 11 yards. It it just, you know, again, as I say to, to my wife, She's like, you know, Tomas, you can't blame Carr for everything. You know, it's just bad coaching. Well, I agree with you. You can't replace a Hall of Famer with a guy who's just a, a good quarterback. I, I give Carr, he's, he's a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's not a great quarterback, certainly not a Hall of Famer, right? Mm-hmm. But the problem is, you know, where are all those little screen dunk passes that, that Drew used to throw out the Alvin, Right. They don't use that, right? Yeah. Today, I thought about you at the beginning of the game, Dale, because play action. Wow. Yes. There was play action on just about every damn play at the beginning mm-hmm. of the game. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. There yep. you go. You know? Yep. <clears throat> even even when, when Taysom was in, right? Taysom is like, here you go. Oh, no, never mind. You know? And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Yep. See, where, was, where has that been all season? I'm telling you, it's it's frustrating just seeing that production on offense because we we should have been doing it the whole season. Yes. Um, yes. yes. I guess better late than never. So. Yes. <laughs> well, it'll be interesting to see you know how we go forward. You know. Um, yeah, let, let's put together two games. Let, let's let's see that because you know I don't want to lose against the Falcons. So. No sir. No sir. <laughs> as, as I told my wife, you know, for me, if we just win four games every year, I'm a happy guy. Two Tampa Bay's, two Atlantis. That's right. I'm good. That's right. We can be four and thirteen. I'm happy. You know, <laughs> I'll bitch about everything else, but I'll still say, "Well, we beat those stupid Falcons." You know, right. That's right. And the Yuccaneers. I'm good. So, <laughs> well, we'll play them at home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe we'll have. We haven't had home field all year, but maybe we'll have home field for the last game. <laughs> okay. Know, so, prediction on how this thing is going to shake out. I think they'll beat Atlanta. Okay. I, I think they'll beat Atlanta, and I think they'll beat Atlanta by at least two touchdowns. Okay. I, I think. Right now, if you ask me right now, I, I say yes. Now, let's see how the injury report comes back. Because mm-hmm. I, I think that Johnson did hurt his shoulder, so we'll see how, how that comes up. You know, and, and let's see how bad Alvin is hurt with his ankle. 
because that could definitely affect the game. And and let's find out where the hell Jimmy is. Yeah. Right? Because again, in the red zone, you target Jimmy, you get a touchdown. So you know, and and with Atlanta, again, it's the it's the matchups, right? Mm-hmm. So um I, I think we can do something because I think that uh, the quarterback situation in Atlanta is, is not good, and okay, I, I, I think it's to our benefit. Do the Saints make the playoffs? You know, the only way they make it is if they win the division. Mm-hmm. That's the only way they can make it because they mm-hmm. they have none of the other tiebreakers. Mm-hmm. So I would say, uh, no. Yeah. I think they'll beat Atlanta. But I think that Tampa Bay, because we beat them today, I think Tampa Bay will say, well, we have to beat Carolina. Mm-hmm. And Carolina just doesn't – what does yeah, Carolina they're have? They're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so I, unless Baker's really hurt. But you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't expect Arizona to beat Philadelphia today either. So, And the Cowboy fans can, can attest to that. They, they were not optimistic about that game. <laughs> right. Well, and really the Cowboys should have lost to Detroit. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. You know, so mm-hmm. anything can happen. You know, who knows what the script says? Yeah. You know, and, and neither Tampa nor Carolina are big market teams. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not like they're going to say, oh, yeah, well, you know, if anything, Atlanta's <laughs> the biggest market of the of the bunch. Yeah. You know, but I, I really think we can beat Atlanta by, by, if we played like we played today. Yes. You know, I think we beat Atlanta by two touchdowns. I agree with that. I agree you know, so then it just depends if if by some miracle the Panthers can beat the Buccaneers and we win the division and then all bets are off because you know who do we play mm-hmm. do we come in if we win the division we're not number seven we're not number six we're probably number, number four. four or five yeah it's gonna be number four at that point so yeah so four plays five right two seven three six four five so four mm-hmm. plays five so I think who knows, you know, maybe we can win one game in the in the playoff. There you I, go. Let's, let's be serious, okay? There you go. Here we go. Is that hope coming? <laughs> yeah, but but let's be serious, okay? I don't think we beat San Francisco. I don't think we beat Philadelphia. Mm. Hell, I don't think we beat Dallas as much as I don't like Dallas. Yeah. I mean, those three teams are yeah. a notch, at least a notch or two above us. I, yeah. I don't it had to be some freak of nature for us to beat any one of those three teams. So we were trying to get that 16 pick, man. That's, that's what we want. We want that 16 pick for some reason. <laughs> well, look, I'm going to tell you, Hey, y'all don't want to believe me. Right. Okay. We are not picking a quarterback. I don't care. You know, Jesus could come down and walk on water. We're not picking a quarterback. Okay. Uh, and I really think just based on what you see, if we get a whole new offensive coaching staff with a different philosophy, it makes perfect sense to draft an offensive lineman. You know, won't be a center because McCoy does his job and still got wheels. You know, but with Ramchek's situation, yeah, it has to be tackle. Yeah, yeah, with Ramchek's situation, I mean, question marks you know, at both tackles, so it's easy. <laughs> you know, it's one thing to be a running back and not have cartilage, okay? Mm-hmm. But you're talking about a guy who weighs 300 pounds. And I can tell you because I have a bad knee, and mm-hmm. I, you know, and I weigh two thirty five. And mm-hmm. I can tell you, 
man, I, I actually, I need to get my weight back down to 220 because that knee is killing me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you have cartilage damage and you're a big offensive lineman, you're yep. done. Yep. You know? So yep. I don't expect Ramtech, <laughs> truthfully, I mean, unless there's some kind of miraculous surgery, I don't expect him to be back. I think he's done. I think he retires from the NFL. Ooh, okay. That's the first time I heard that one. Okay. Oh, well, oh. that's the same knee that he's had major surgery yeah. on already. They've been and dealing in the with interview, it. If you, if you read his interview, he says mm-hmm. to you, he barely has any cartilage left in that knee. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like I said, you know, it's one thing to be in a position where you don't have to put all that weight on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you're a big uh, guy playing, I mean, just ask Craig. You know, when you're playing offensive line and you have to push off on that leg and you don't have cartilage, ain't happening, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. yep. So so that's why I think that the Saints will draft uh, either. I really like the kid from Notre Dame, Alt. Uh, and then there's also a kid from Penn State who's pretty good. Mm. And, and then, of course, there's a kid from Alabama. I don't remember their names off that because ah, I just now we're talking. Good. What's that? Now we're talking. Yeah. Real school. <laughs> there is. There are three kids at the top that I can remember. Alt mm. is the guy from Notre Dame because I've been following him. Right. Um, and the other two, one's from Penn State. I don't remember his name. And the other one's Alabama. Those are the three top tackles in the draft as of right now. So I would expect the Saints to pick one of those three. Yeah, it, it, that makes Cause, perfect sense. Because you know what's going to happen. You know, everybody's going to overrate the quarterbacks and – so you're going to have a lot of people at the top because they're teams that want – Atlanta needs a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, Tampa mm-hmm. Bay, I mean, they made a great choice with, with Baker. But, you know, even though I think Baker is young enough to play three three more years at least, mm-hmm. you know, but they might say, well, we need a quarterback too. Yeah, I, I could see them running it back with Baker and drafting a quarterback. So, yeah. I mean – Yeah, and sense. then, of course, you, you have Carolina, who's I'm sure saying, man – who do we get? Mm-hmm. You know, this little bitty guy who has no place to put muscles on his body. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, cause, <laughs> uh, just, just looking at the Arizona game, right? I mean, this guy does not have the body of a Kyle Murray. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have the body of a Drew. Drew Brees was deceptive because, you know, he had muscles. He, he you know, he had strength. And this kid, the, the young, I don't think so. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you're surrounded. This is one of those things from Alabama, too. When you're surrounded with all that talent, mm-hmm. right? And suddenly, you know, people think a lot better. Oh man, this guy! The quarterback they had this year is much better, I think, than Young. Uh, bigger, stronger, has a good arm. So, I, I it wouldn't surprise me at all if they figure out. Well, and who are they going to have for coach at Carolina? Right? Yeah, yeah. It's going to depend on that that hire. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, I, I so there are teams that are looking. There'll be teams that'll be looking for quarterback that have higher picks than we do. So mm-hmm. it wouldn't surprise me if in the top 10, you know, four quarterbacks go in the top 10. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, makes sense. You know, which which would mean that the Saints would have a better choice of getting an offensive lineman because mm-hmm. we'll be somewhere between 12 and 15 probably. Yep. You know? yep. Now, yep. I would say this, that if there was ever a year that the Saints would trade out of the first round, this would be the year. Okay. I'm going to make that prediction. Okay. This would be the year that, you know, got that big contract for car for next year. It makes Money. sense. We, we definitely need guys. So, and as I understand <laughs> it, right, we don't have, we have Denver second, our first, 
but we don't have our second and we don't have our third. Mm-hmm. So we go one, two, and then four or five, I think. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know if we have a four. So, you know, if there ever was a year for us to trade out and, yep. you know, somebody says, oh, we got to have this guy. Well, well, here we are, you know, and and that would bode well because then it gives another year, you know, and, and, and quarterback wise, I still want to see Hayner play, you know, mm-hmm. I still want to see what he's got. Yeah. You know, he, he might be a really good second string quarterback. You know, possible. You know, because I, I really think as much as I like Jameis, I, I don't see him staying another year. Mm-hmm. You know, I see Jameis trying to find some place where he can start. Yeah, I, I think that's what he should do. <laughs> so try so we out, have man. to have a backup, and I think Hayner might be the guy who could be a good backup. Yeah, you know? maybe so. Maybe so there you go. I've given you some some fuel for our draft talk as we go forward. Yeah, but. But I'm happy we won today. Good, good call. A well called game. Uh, a well played game. So let's do the same thing next week with Atlanta. That's right. That's right. Do not lose the game to the Falcons, no, please. Please don't. <laughs> so once again, the Saints defeat the Bucks twenty three thirteen, and we go into this last week, and we'll see what happens here. So, you got anything else for us today, Tomas? Uh, no, I'm going to go now and check on my short ribs and see how close they are to being ready. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Be good eating, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm ready to eat me some short ribs. And uh, I'll let you know next week how the sous vide works yeah. on the tenderloin. Now, you know, the only toy I don't have at this point is a smoker. That's oh, the only thing I don't have at this those. point. You got to get one of those. Sometimes. So Come on. my brother told me the same thing. He was like, dude, you have to get a smoker. Yeah. You know, yeah. and he's got one of those pellet smokers. Cause what you what you could do, um, well, I, I don't I don't advise the pellet one, but um you, you can get you can get a nice electric kind of charcoal one and that'll that'll get that'll get you where you need to go. You I saw one those short ribs out in that sous vide or whatever, and then you transfer it to the smoker, get the smoke. That's perfect. Well, I, I, I saw <laughs> an electric one at Sam's mm-hmm. and uh, and it was relatively inexpensive. Yeah, yeah, so that might be enough. The problem is, you know, I have a cart in the kitchen with all my toys on it. And mm-hmm. so that smoker will have to go outside. It won't fit on. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going outside for sure. So yeah. that'll have to be next to the pit, you know, next yeah. to the grill. So, uh, but yeah, my wife was like, man, do you have any more room on that cart? I mean, you have every <laughs> damn toy on that cart. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's why I have the cart. There you and, go. <laughs> uh, there you go. So I'll let you know. Hopefully it'll be good. So my, in closing, let me say this. I, I hope that everyone who watches our our variety of uh, podcasts that my dear friend Dale puts together. I hope everybody has a great new year, 2024. Be safe tonight, you know, and and, and remember, I know it's hard, especially because we're from New Orleans, but, you know, if you drink a little bit too much, for God's sake, don't get behind the wheel, right? Yes. Yes. No, don't do it, right? Enjoy yourself. Have a great time, you know, have a good cigar for me mm-hmm. and, you know, and let's stay alive for next year. That's right. The Saints will come back, my friends. I guarantee it. So right. I'm wishing everyone a happy, safe, prosperous New Year. That's right. Happy New Year from everybody at BS and Beer Media. We will see you guys next week. Later. Remember to follow us on social media at BS and Beer Media. Also, smash the like button on YouTube.